Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1.35 uh, in Edmonton, our last show uh, before the Christmas break. Again, NHL, CBA mandated off day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, Oilers in Vancouver tonight. Uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, uh, Jack Michaels, uh, myself. Uh, we'll have a hit with John Shannon coming up tonight between 6 and 8 as part of the face-off show. And then Jack and myself will have a game 8 to 11 o'clock Edmonton time. And then the Oilers and the Calgary Flames first. Oilers will have played four games against Vancouver before they've got a game in against the Calgary Flames who are in Edmonton on Friday. I think there's still a couple of tickets left. Visit EdmontonOilers.com. And a reminder uh, to bring uh, non-perishable items for that game. Uh, you can be entered in to win a uh, loge table for four for the uh, return engagement between the Oilers and Flames on January 29th. You get a meet and greet with Leon Dreisaitl. Uh You get to come down for the morning skate, uh, hang out with uh, Jack and myself, which means you'll learn absolutely nothing. Uh, go for lunch in Studio 99. It's quite the kicker day again. Make sure you bring non-perishable food items to support the Edmonton Food Bank for the game against Calgary on the 27th and the Rangers on the 31st. We are going to head off to our River Creek Resort and Casino Hot we are pleased to be joined by Post Media's Ben Kuzma, longtime beat writer of the Vancouver Canucks. Happy holidays, Ben. How you doing? All the uh, best to uh, you and yours. Uh, should be a good one tonight. Uh, I kind of maybe want to get a ringside seat for uh, Alex Edler returning tonight after a 10-game absence with a shoulder injury that I think was predicated on a little November 30th exchange with Zach Cassian. They exchanged a couple of heavy hits in that one. If I'm not mistaken, talked to both of them this morning about it, and uh, they're ready to go. They might be looking for each other. 
Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Edler got a big hit on Cassian earlier in the game, and then Cassian tracked him down and got him back as that one were on. I know we had Darcy McLeod, a.k.a. Wood guy, who's uh, into the numbers, and he says there's been a drop-off of the Canucks, and it coincides directly with Edler's injury. Is that a, a fair assessment, do you think? I, I think so. I just don't think Edler gets enough credit for kind of the steady game he plays. I mean, the Canucks had in a three-game losing streak, and when they lost four or five recently, and of course uh, the town is in a tizzy because of it, because, you know, it's a Canadian market, and I just think the absence of Edler well, was quite evident. I mean, he's, he's a more physical guy than, than, than people understand, uh, but he just makes that one simple play. Uh, he's decent at boxing guys out, and some of that was missing, so he'll draw back in tonight, uh, and Jordy Ben, the guy they purposely got in the offseason on a two-year deal, a free agent uh, who played with the Montreal last year, will sit tonight uh, because they're pretty impressed with Oscar Fattenberg, of course, who played with the Flames uh, and the Kings uh, uh, last season. That draws in tonight because I think he should. Or I should say he should stay in the lineup because uh, he's been steady. as has a pretty heavy stick, and uh, he's in. Ben sits, and Edler's back. Yeah, well, Fattenberg a couple of years ago, uh, Ben got a piece of Yessa Pugliarvi and then Juju Kera, uh, and it's not Fattenberg's game, but Fattenberg had to fight after the hit, and it was uh, one of Juju's better moments as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. And we should mention Juju Kera will be uh, not in the Oilers lineup tonight. He and Sam Garnier traveled. Dave Tippett indicated there was a little bit of health and illness issue with the Oilers. Those guys were both out for Saturday's game against Montreal, so it looks like Gagne and Kara remain out. All right. Vancouver Canucks, you, again, they get big, big addition back in the lineup, uh, getting, as you mentioned, the underrated Alex Edler. Um, I was listening to the broadcast with uh, Brendan and Corey uh, driving back to the house after the game on uh, Saturday. Our game started at 5, and they were talking about Jacob Markstrom, and he is an unrestricted free agent in the analyst season. Uh, he's going to get the start. He's 11-11-3, uh, a 2.68 goals against average, 9.18 save percentage. Um, 918 is a pretty consistent number. That's a good number. How would you assess his overall performance this year, Ben? Yeah, 918 is a good number. I think he's more around 912 career-wise and maybe 278 for a GAA. But I think what I've noticed about uh, Marksham is uh, an ongoing maturation. I mean, it, it's a lot of it has been his technical game, and I, I think sometimes playing in a Canadian market has gotten the better of him. Uh, he was our Masterton nominee here last season for an obvious reason. That part of his game really came around. Uh, this season, he's had to deal with the unfortunate passing of his father uh, back in Sweden. Uh, he took a leave of absence in October. He went back for the for the funeral. But I think what, when he's when he's playing well, uh, he he does what big goalies have to do: uh, make sure you're sealing up the short side. Uh, don't get vulnerable. Don't flop down your knees and throw up the glove like a chicken wing or the blocker thinking you're going to get a piece of the puck. I think he's been better in that way. And he's one of those guys that sometimes when he sees 40 shots, he plays better. And, uh, yeah, they beat they beat Pittsburgh here uh, the other night, and he was a big reason for it. Uh, the Canucks managed four goals on only 14 shots, uh, but, but they uh, locked it down a lot better. Uh, didn't get Pittsburgh a shot in the in the first period, and then Pittsburgh comes back with 25, and a, and a, a big reason for that outcome, obviously. Uh, was Markstrom. So the Canucks are in a situation here. I, it's not so much extending him. It, it's what's going to happen here. I mean, you're talking now about a 30-year-old goalie. Uh, term versus money is, is going to be the equation because you've got Thatcher Demko in the wings and you've got a pretty good guy in Utica and, and Mikey uh, DiPietro. Yeah, uh, okay. I get that. But 
you know, part of me sitting here going, I mean, can't they at least do a three-year deal with him? And, you know, or, or are you envisioning that his camp's looking for four or five years? Yeah, I, I think a three-year deal would be done right now. If, if the Canucks could get three years, they'd probably do it now. I think that, you know, the problem, as you know, with shorter deals is that the agent says, well, what's the pullback on our side? And that's usually salary. And when you think of the bonuses that uh, guys like uh, Hughes and Pedersen keep hitting and the fact that these guys are going to be up in a couple of years, I think the organization is very cognizant of eventually you're going to have to open the bank wide uh, for Pedersen and Hughes. And, you know, that shouldn't shouldn't predicate what you do with, with Markstrom. But I think it's a, it's a little bit of a slippery slope when you've got the Seattle expansion draft and protecting a goalie. And how do you value Markstrom long term? Is he a guy who can play for four or five more years? Or do they think that, you know what, uh, we've got a guy in the wings and we don't want to lose a guy like Di Pietro. So I think uh, it's a little bit kind of like that old Rubik's Cube. There's more size to it right now, but nobody seems alarmed by it. Mark when I talked about his contract, doesn't seem... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. To phase him, and there's certainly not a big push from his side to get it done right now. I know they are talking, but uh, that could go on for quite a while. All right, Ben Kuzma joining us uh, from Post Media out of Vancouver. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Speaking of Quinn Hughes, two goals, 26 points in 36 games. Uh, there was a lot of focus on a Hughes being a rookie of the year this year. Uh, the one in New Jersey has got half the amount of points. He's got four goals, 13 points. Now they're, they're not as good a team. Uh, he's minus nine. Like Quinn Hughes has got double the point totals of his brother right now. Are you a little bit surprised by that, Ben? Uh, maybe yes and no. I'm an extremely confident kid who always told me uh, I'm going to do great things in this league. I'm just not sure when it's going to be. I think it could be this year. I mean, that's a lot of moxie for a guy who played, uh, you know, at Michigan and is going to step right in here in a Canadian market. But, you know, I think this all hankers back to, you know, Edler being out and suddenly Hughes is playing 27 minutes and Hughes is playing 28 minutes in the back-to-back when they're in San Jose and Las Vegas recently, and I remember talking to him and saying, well, how do you feel? I mean, you know, your, your kid is not a, maybe a, a accustomed to those minutes or that kind of a schedule. And a 20-year-old kid tells me, listen, we're asked to go out there and play hard and grind for 60 minutes. That's all they ask us to do. They don't ask any more of us. So we should be able to do it. I know, I know that's youthful exuberance to have a 20-year-old kid to tell you, hey, man, you know, 27 minutes, pile it on. Well, wait, wait till you're 30, Quinn. But um, there's something special about him. You've seen enough of him. He's their get-out-of-jail-free card, the way he transitions the puck. His edge work is as good as I've seen in the league in terms of he doesn't like what he sees and he circles back. He creates all kinds of problems on the power play that's forthright because of his movement. He has an underrated half slapper and he, he finds people. So, uh, extremely confident comes some great hockey lineage in that family. You mentioned his older brother, his younger brother with the national development team now is going to be a high draft pick as well. So, um, he's uh, been better than advertised and that's saying a lot because... Uh, uh, there was a lot about his game coming in that everybody liked. Uh, Elias, and uh, on our broadcast, he's known by Peterson, okay, uh, because Jack's gone on three separate times. He keeps uh, okay. saying Peterson, and everybody in Vancouver says Patterson, right? Well, here's the thing: the, the guy is trying to 
acclimate to North American society and culture. I'll give I'll give him I'll give Elias this much credit. He says Peterson because he wants to be like every other kid. If it's if you're being accurate, if we're back in Sweden, it's Elias Petterson. Uh, so you take your pick. I know this is hard for you guys because I just have to tap the keys, you know. <laughs> but yeah. um, what they call them, uh, they call them PD, they call them EP40, they call them Alien, uh, they call them something special. Uh, he's on a bit of a run here with eight points in his last nine, including six goals. Because, uh, you know, the funny thing about Pedersen or Peterson or Petersen is that he instinctively still thinks pass first. And he's kind of gotten back to that mantra of just, you know, let her, let her rip. Because we've seen from every conceivable angle, whether he's on his knees or falling backward or hitting like a fading jumper, he can find the net. So he's on quite a run here. And uh, boy, if uh, they're going to be hanging around that uh, playoff bar for the second wild card spot, uh, they really need him. Uh, I've got him at, uh, he's played 108 NHL games. He's got 105 points. In his yeah. first 108 games, Connor McDavid had 119 points. And then it was yeah. actually down the stretch of that first uh, full season for him. Uh, McDavid uh, had 33 points in the final 20 games of the season that year. So that kind of, you know, yeah. you know like this guy. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, he, he's a heck of a player. Call him what you want. He's a heck of a player. And with him, Horvat, and Besser, three Vancouver drafted and developed players, they're in a special spot with those three players moving forward. Well, you talk to people around the league, and they're, they're in agreement with that. The point I was going to make was that even in his rookie year, the one thing that absolutely amazed me about Pedersen was his play away from the puck, that he would circle all the way back to the top, you know, in his own zone and help trigger the transition to be that responsible as a rookie player who has this incredible offensive upside. And he gets pretty upset. If he's had a game where he's turned the puck over a couple times or heaven forbid it goes in the net, he doesn't like to talk about his his own offensive output. He, he talks a lot about his play without the puck and when he doesn't do it very well. And, and that you know, there has to be a trickle-down effect. When you got a kid who's that good offensively, who's that studious without the puck, you'd like to think that's going to bode well here because if you're sitting on the bench and you see that, you're going, well, Jeez, I should be doing that too. Has Vertanen uh, taken the next step in his career? 15 goals last year. He's got 10 in the first half this yeah. year. Yeah, that's a really good question. I had a lengthy talk with him this morning for a piece. Is that, you know, Jake played 15 55 here the other night against Pittsburgh, had a, a power play goal that kind of looked like one of those Ovechkin one timers, uh, which is another part of his game that, you know, he showed a lot in junior in Calgary that hasn't really shown itself at this level because there's so many other things that Jake had to work on. Uh, I think he's been a, a, obviously a, a work in progress with this play away from the puck, slowly gaining the trust of Travis Green to a point now where, you know, he plays some shifts with, with Horvat, he plays some shifts with Pedersen. He's basically on a third line right now with Roussel and Gaudet. It's really good for him because he has to be good in transition. I thought the other night here against Pittsburgh, what really impressed me, Bob, was that he had five hits and a lot of them were against Malkin. Uh, you know, heavy hits, sideboards, but but not just running to make a hit, understanding where the puck is at the time that you're trying to strip him from the puck, and they kept him to one assist. So I think that that part of his game has really grown. He's on the second power play unit now, and like you mentioned, he's hit 10 as high as 15. He was hurt the second half of last year, didn't get to the 20-goal mark, and in a contract year, I'm sure that's in the back of his mind, better get to 20.
Yeah, he's a restricted free agent. Speaking of contracts, Ben, that's our final question. Uh, longtime Post Media writer, uh, covers the Vancouver Canucks, Ben Kuzma, joining us in Oilers now. And it's just, uh, we talked a bit about Markstrom. A couple other higher, you know, Markstrom's obviously a focal point, but Chris Tanev on defense, Josh Levo are both unrestricted free agents. Yeah. I assume they're going to walk from Tim Schaller. But what happens with Tanev and what happens with Levo? Uh, they like Levo a lot. Uh, you know, he had a spurt here of five goals in, in five games, but, you know, he's one of those guys who's, uh, he goes in spurts. He has to be moving his feet. He has to be engaged when he does that. He's effective. Uh, the kneecap separation that he has right now, he's gone. He's basically gone for two or three months. Uh, I think that's obviously going to affect the fact that how they uh, view him long term. Uh, Tim Schaller at times has played well with Beagle and Mott on that fourth line, but I think uh, Tim Schaller is one of those guys. There's a lot of guys in the league like Tim Schaller. Uh, they'll have some cap issues here. I think he's expendable. Uh, and Tanev? Tanev, they still think a lot about him. I mean, the guy who leads the team in block shots every year, um, uh, he's the kind of guy that I think they would always find something for him, even if it's in the first, not in the first two pairings, because you've got some pretty good kids on the horizon. They just think the world of Chris Tanev, and they can obviously get him at a, at a decent price point and a decent term, so I wouldn't be surprised if they re-signed him. All right. Uh, ben, thank you very much. We'll see you uh, tonight out at Rogers Arena. Absolutely. Take care. You bet. That is Ben Kuzma from Post Media out of Vancouver. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Royal Pizza has been Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For menu and a location of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza from the Royal Pizza app store. Today's recommendation on a Monday is a meat lovers. I want to mention to you as all, uh, Royal Pizza, uh, Mike Hanley, Susan and the gang at Royal Pizza, they have been on board with me, uh, dating all the way back to my Golden Bears games in the late 1990s. So it's been over 20 years. Uh, Royal Pizza. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's still making it great. Edmonton owned and operated. We'll get back with this day in Oilers history when we return on Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Connor McDavid with a total of eight goals and 26 points in 20 career games against Vancouver, and the Oilers taking on the Canucks tonight. Koskinen starts a goal. He's 13-6-2 and two at 2.64 goals against average 918 save percentage. Same lines as against the Canadians, but David with Drysettle and Cassian, RNH with Neal and Chase on, Haas with Granlin and Russell, Sheehan with Nygaard and Archibald. Those guys were good against Montreal. Clefbaum and Larson, Nurse with Bear, Russell and Jones, Miko Koskinen, Jacob Markstrom, We'll start for Vancouver. Alex Edler back in the lineup. To this uh, day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. You can join Oilers now on a great roadie to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Dave Campbell back at the 630 Chet Studios. Well, we had Wayne Gretzky on the show, uh, don't you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you know that because you actually talked to him, Bob. But on this day in 1980, Wayne Gretzky scores the first of his four hat tricks during the season. 
the the funny thing is it was a uh, 7-4 loss to the LA Kings but uh, yes the first of four hat tricks on this day in 1980 now is it the first of four hat tricks during the the calendar season or i believe it's the year in 8081 i believe it's the yeah. season yeah yeah, during during the season, yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 and then it was the eighty one, eighty two year where he went and scored the ninety two goals. Right. So there you go. All right. Uh, tonight again, we want to tell everybody we got the Oilers and Canucks. The faceoff show at six pucks drop at eight p.m. at Rogers Arena in Vancouver. Tomorrow, uh, best of Oilers now. Thursday, a best of Oilers now. Of course, Wednesday is Christmas Day, and. Uh, Friday, uh, we'll have a live version of Oilers Now returning where guests will include the likes of Elliot Friedman as well as Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the horses. Horse racing over to live racing, 115 Boxing Day out at Century Mile. Uh, on behalf of the Stauffer family and the Oilers Now family, I wish you the uh, best of wishes over the uh, holidays. Merry Christmas to everyone. And sometimes it's all about perspective to realize how damn lucky we really are. And in many ways, for me, this song always encapsulates it. Silent Night, Simon and Garfunkel, little old school to wrap. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I. Dave Campbell, thank you very much. Best wishes for you and your family moving forward. Same to you, Bob. Take care, everybody. You bet. Have a terrific holidays, everybody. by Digitex. Office solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.